This is Jensen, I'm here with Jake, and this is your Sports Standard, for your new Standard Sports Show, hence the name. On the lineup today, we have Curry's three-point game streak ending, we have the New York Knicks, a bit of Jake Paul and his boxing, and NFL owners on replay officials. So yes, today we do not have Zach with us. Um, he is out of town attending his sister's wedding, so um, shout out to his sister getting married. Um, but yeah, so he's not with us today, so it's just me and Jake. But yeah, let's get started on Curry's three-point streak coming to an end. It was 11 games, Jake. Ooh, first of all, Zach, if you're hearing this, the New York Knicks still suck. But <laughs> I'll get into that later. I'll we'll congratulate get, uh, I'm we'll get to that later. Exactly. Yes. 11 games of 30 or more points for Stephen Curry. Oh, my wow. God. You know, Steph Curry, to me, he's one of those... He's one of those players that you look up to as a kid and you and you just look at him and you're just like, man, this is what I want to model my game after. And he really has changed the game. I mean, obviously, we all know that. But the fact that he's 33, right? He's 33, Jason? 33. And he's still putting up these monster numbers on a injury-playing war- Warriors team with basically no one else on the roster but him, and they're still fighting for contention at the 500 level, that should tell you something about Steph Curry. He should be the he should be the MVP. Oh, and by the way, that shriek is the first player since Kobe. Since Kobe since, in, in 2012, yep. That's wild. That's wild. So he really should be the MVP, but... Yeah, we, I, I know we, we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording, that it's like, it, it, that this is the times when I hate that it's so dependent on how your team does. Yeah. Because... Well, I do agree with that. I do see what they're what they're saying, but it's like, oh, your team does have to play well, or else it's just like empty stats, you know. Right. I do see that argument, but like they, there's no way they would be at they're at twenty nine and thirty, so basically at five hundred to the nine seed. So they'll be they'll, they're in the playoff game right now. Other side of the play in game. Sorry. Like, and I may sound like a hypocrite for this, but this is actually contradicting to my previous statement. Um, this is a long time ago. This is why I said Giannis is the MVP over Harden. James Harden is because he was within the system at, at, that, at that time, and because of empty stats. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I see that. And then he was also actually making, helping the team win games. Like compared to the Rockets, they were winning a lot more games because of like that offensive system that Giannis fit into. And that's why I was like, well. You know, the MVP award is also, a, in my opinion, a team award. You have to help your team win. But yeah. now I'm kind of contradicting myself. It's just yeah. because of the circumstances so different. Yeah, I know. Like This is the kind of situation where it's like, it annoys me how much it is a team award in situations like this. But I know that's just like special reasoning, you know, yeah. where it's like, like you said, in the past, I'm like, oh, well, no, because it's just empty stats. But this time it's like, oh, well, technically it kind of is empty stats. But like, it's also, he's the reason they were winning any game, any basically. Games. And that's the I mean, thing. Like, don't get me wrong, like, shout out to James Wiseman and all, but, but like... he's not there yet. He's not, he just he's not, he's not there yet, and and Draymond can't carry a team to these wins, so... And honestly, if I were the Warriors, I would trade him. I, no. I would. I, I wouldn't. He's he, he wants to retire there, and your fan base would hate you. For James Wiseman? No, I'm talking about James Wiseman. That's oh, that I thought, you did, I thought oh, you did no. Curry. No, 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 no. I'm oh, talking about James Wiseman. Okay, I, yeah. I, I was confused because I, I was talking about Heck Curry no. and then you said they should trade him. I was like, what are you talking no, about? No, no. <laughs> Heck no, they should not trade Steph Curry. There's zero shot. I'm not should. even a Warriors fan and I would hate the Warriors if they did that. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, would. Oh, my God. I would I would be so annoyed. No, like earlier in the season, I think 
the Warriors should have made a, a move with James with James James Wiseman for Nikola Vucevic. But hear me out. It's because I actually think Nikola Vucevic would have fit better on their system than he does in the Chicago Bulls. He's doing great in the Chicago Bulls. Oh, for sure, yeah. But it's but just my thing is I think that they should really just stick with James Wiseman because Curry's getting to thirty three and he's going to start. Um, he, like he's he's hit his. Moment. <laughs> Maybe not hit his peak. I don't know. Like based off of this, eleven games straight at thirty plus points. Maybe he hasn't hit his peak. Maybe he is now. But uh, like he's starting to get up there in age. I think Clay Thompson's like thirty one or thirty two or yeah. something. Draymond's like thirty. So like their 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 core is aging. So they do have to start planning for the future and less of less of for the now because as you've seen, those guys are starting to get injury prone as well. And right. so they need to start planning for the future. See, but the thing is, their core is aging. I, I completely agree with that. But their veterans are also, they're in it right now to win. They're competing to win. Like, yeah. if you look at Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, it, and, and that's my, why I say they should, it's not that James Wiseman's a bad player. He's an amazing player. Oh, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, But it's just like, for me, that's why LeBron had to kind of get rid of the young core on the Lakers when he went over there. It wasn't that, you know, Lonzo was terrible and stuff like that. It's just that... They can't afford to wait to develop the players when LeBron's right. ready to win now. And that's why I saw a little bit of frustration from Steph Curry, that one lock. Now, I don't know if you've seen that, but like uh, that one timeout where like Steph Curry was like yelling at the rest of the young players. You can see kind of see the frustration because he just, he's so used to winning. He's, re- he's ready to win. He's yeah. ready to win right now. Yeah, but okay, I okay. I see your point of uh, Vucevic for that reason, but I feel like that would only make sense if Clay was still healthy. Yeah, and that's you know? the thing. Yeah, because of that, they oh, they have an Amber Alert. Nice, um, but yeah, because he is injured. It's actually, just a vac- walk up. You could you don't need an appointment to go get vaccinated now, which is good. Oh, news. it's not an Amber Alert. Yeah, <laughs> it's a was. public safety alert. It's a good thing. Though. Hey, go get vaccinated. Go y'all. get vaccinated. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think if Clay was not injured, right. if, he, if he was healthy. Right, I think it makes sense to to, um, yeah. to be buying for an an, an all star like, uh, like Vucevic, and because that would get you much more as a yeah. contender. Right, but not right now, and they and I still don't think that they would be even with Vucevic because they're missing Clay, and that and Clay is such an integral point. Right, to of course. Their, um, but offense. Do you imagine if that would have happened? Right, let's say that trade happened. The amount of three-point shooting oh next my God. year, dude. You imagine next year, Clay, Steph, and and Vooch all on the, on the same lineup. Like, you know that, whew, that three-point shooting. I mean, that might we might be seeing a repeat of. Uh, I, I'm not saying they'll win, of course, but we might be seeing like a repeat of how many threes they shot. I think was it 2016 season something. Like Are that? you talking when it was uh, Curry, Clay, and KD? That was yeah, that was that, some serious was three-point, serious shooting, three-point right shooting. Right for sure. Oh my god, I love that Warriors team. I know everybody hated it, but it was just so fun to watch. You know, all the passing. See, I, I like okay. I was one of those people where I was like, I was against it because it was just like this is Super just team. too overpowered. Yeah. Like, shout out to them. They're gonna win a championship, you know, and they did. But it's like this is too overpowered oh, for yeah. me. You know. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, I I did dislike them for a while because of that. It was it was it wasn't enough of a competition. You know, like. Yeah, LeBron would, would would go there, but then he got swept. And I think a finals where you sweep, it's not a great finals. Yeah. It's just boring, you know? Not boring, really. But it's, like, not nearly as exciting as going to six or seven games. No, exactly. I, I completely agree, yeah. And it, I always love, if you know me, 
I love seven game series. Oh, yeah. Even if it's my own team, it makes me very oh. nervous. But oh, seven game series. That's why I hate sweep. I really hate sweeps unless it's like a really like a a, a like a really like a just big, absolute dominant. Yeah, team yeah. against a, a garbage playoff team. Then like okay, I'm fine with a sweep. You know, I'm like, yeah. This like like sweep. if it if it were to be like the. The Detroit Pistons somehow making it to the eighth yeah, seed. Yeah, it's like okay, it's we like, need to uh, see seven games of this. We won I mean, shout out, to the, shout out to the Pistons, but you're currently uh, bottom of the of the East. Yeah, right, exactly. Hey, Honestly. with the Magic, go yeah, Magic, go Magic. Hey, we're one game ahead of them. Let's uh, half a game ahead of them. Let's go. We're like, let's know, because I'm also trying to tank as well. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to pick up Kate Cunningham. Kate Cunningham, I know. Even though we don't really need him because we have three young point guards. Yeah, that's so the thing. So give me Kate, like a. Oh my gosh, Kate is gonna be great, but the problem is, I think we'd have to get rid of Fultz if if we were to pick him up or Cole, or Cole. That's the thing. I don't know, but and I really but I feel like, like it's the, it's the kind of that. thing where it's like. Like he's been like the number one player in this draft class. Yeah, since he was a junior in high school. Yeah, so it's like yeah, I, like I feel like it's not the thing you can pass up on. But at the same time, if, though, okay. it's like there's so if many other land, good players too. So if we do land, Cade Cunningham, if we do land the first pick, with Cade Cunningham, right? Uh, yes, obviously we have to pick Cade Cunningham. No question. We well, have I, to, I don't know. Like, th- like I think there's great other great players in the draft. You know, and we, know. there's I positions that we definitely need more. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, like, like, small I, forward, we definitely need more. I think we definitely... I mean, as much as I think Cade Cunningham is amazing, right? Yeah. And, obviously, he's projected number one. So, obviously, he's amazing. If we have the chance to get him, I don't know. I think I'd pass think, up on well, it, you know, because it just doesn't fit our need. It doesn't fit our need. But the problem is, because of the hype, I think we have to. Like, it's like, like for example, right, um... Let's say a, a particular team, right? Um, well, okay, this is a bad analogy. But the Zion Williamson draft class, right? Okay. Let's say somebody needs a point guard more than Zion Williamson. Like the, he's a power forward. Maybe they need John Morant more. And you have the number one pick. You still got to go with Zion Williamson because, you know, it, just the hype, you know, it's just, you, I don't even know how to explain it. But if, if, we have, if we get Cade Cunningham, we'd have to get rid of Fultz, basically. Um, okay, my thing is, I don't think that we're going to get um, the first overall pick. Yeah. Because there are, bless you, <laughs> <laughs> but because there are three teams that are, um, have a, a worse record than us, so we are definitely on, all the way down. Yeah. Um, so I think, I, I feel like we're going to end up being like third or fourth kind of thing. In that case, I think um, Jonathan Kuminga would be really good because he's, he's been in the G League and... No, but you know who I like. Though? He's he's good, but I like his teammate Jalen Green. True, he's very true. I'm also oh, a big fan of Jalen Green. Jalen Green, but he's kind of again the thing of like, do we need another guard right now? I feel like we need. Well, wings. he's a he's a shooting guard, right? Yeah, but I would say we need a shooting guard. A shooting guard and a small forward. Those are our two positions we need. Yeah, I feel like we need wings more than now, but we do that, need. But wings that's more to come. We don't even know where we're gonna be. Who knows? We might. We might go on a run and win every game until the end yeah. of the season and make the playoffs. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Not going to happen. Um, but, yeah, I do want to move on to our next topic of the New York Knicks. They have won eight in a row, the longest active win streak in the NBA, as you told me. So you guys remember how I was trash-talking Zach right now? I was saying, <laughs> hey, the Knicks are still garbage. Okay, this is the one time I'm actually going to give them praise. <laughs> so <laughs> they won eight 
freaking wins in a row. You know how insane that is that where we can live in a time where the New York Knicks are actually <laughs> holding the longest active winning streak in the NBA? And they're holding the, the second longest streak of anything behind uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder losing 12 straight. Oof. Oh, gosh. But, Oklahoma. yeah, but we're going to focus on the Knicks here. Yeah, eight straight. They're now the four seed. That's crazy. Oh, the Knicks. To be fair, just half a game ahead of Atlanta, one game ahead of Boston, a game and a half ahead of Miami. So they're a game and a half away from being seventh seed. Right, and ha- when we say half a game against Atlanta, speaking of which, they actually just won last night. Or actually, we can't say that AP style, sorry. Wednesday night. <laughs> we, don't, we, we don't have to care too much about AP style when talking. <laughs> Wednesday night. To the, uh, they won against the Atlanta Hawks Wednesday night by 10 points in overtime. And, oh my gosh, it was, a, oh, what a thriller that game was. But the only issue was that Trey Young did end up going out. He was uh, um, he was helped out of the arena. I think he got, like, injured on his foot, yeah. which is unfortunate because yeah. I, I love Trey Young. A uh, huge fan. And he has the same last name as me, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. Oh, there you go, yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, but he, Can like, you shoot like Young? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I got I got a 15% three-point shot. That's oh. Take it or leave it. <laughs> One day, I'm going to feature some audio clips of, like, Jensen. We're going to be playing some pickup ball, and Jensen's going to be breaking some shots, and I'm going to include some I, I don't. I don't think we need that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put some sound like, no, no, but Trey Young is my guy, like, especially in fantasy, fantasy basketball. I had, I, what is this, his third season, right, in the NBA? So, yeah, third season. I think it's third, yeah. yeah. So I've had him every single year. Oh, really? And he was killing the game for me. He did score, uh, despite getting down, uh, despite getting injured last night, he scored 20 points and 14 assists. That's pretty good. How many, how many minutes? I, on, in 30 minutes. Okay, so he was there for the most of the game. He was then. there for most of the game. Okay, so it was like late 14 assists, quarter. though. Still, yeah. I mean, that's like, normally he's probably like 25 points or something. Yeah. But that's 14 assists. So, so yeah. he's responsible for a minimum, let me think, for a minimum of 48 points. Right, right. At a very minimum. That's right. not. That's not saying that he assisted on... Uh, any three pointers, and or even, yeah. he passed to someone to, who who drew a foul. Like yeah. he probably is responsible for upwards of fifty. Right, right, like which he, is amazing. Like he, I think the problem is like we look too much into stats and we say, oh well, he scored below his average. Right, his average is like what twenty five points a game, something like that. Uh, let me look real quick. And, but uh, let's say it's twenty five points a game, because um, I know that's a number that Jensen would mention that he would typically score. But yeah, twenty five. Twenty five. I know right? that. I knew it. Okay, so hey, I did. Okay, well, <laughs> okay. Let me give you the credit. Yeah, 20, <laughs> 25 and nine and a half assists. Yeah. So whatever he doesn't make in points, I mean five points, right? He scored five points below it. Whatever yeah, so he didn't make, he made it up an assist. So at least four, at least ten more points. And you got to remember, assists are only count. They don't. Or, okay, so like the way points work, if you score a. a a mid-range, right, it's going to sh- tack up two points. An assist, if you pass it to somebody and they score two points, it's going to count as one assist for you. Yeah. So then... We, exactly, that's what that's I'm saying. Like so what, with, with his 14 assists, that's at minimum uh, um, 28 points. Exactly. Right yep. And not even including... Three-pointers. Pro- some of them are probably uh, three-point shots. Exactly. Yeah. So I think he did pretty good, but the real, like, the, the real, top scorer... That, oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, we'll, the, the real story there is... Again, the Knicks the are Knicks. the fourth seed. Fourth when coming seed. into the season, I was like, oh, there's no way they even make the playoffs. Because as impressive as Trey Young's stats were, 
in Wednesday night's performance. Julius Randle, let me throw you this one. Julius Randle, 40 points, 11 rebounds, wow. 6 assists. Julius Randle. there. Who would have thought that Julius Randle would be uh, so it explosive? Wa- it wasn't overtime, so that makes sense. Yeah. But, I mean, they still. scored. Still. I mean. Wow. 15 points in overtime, I think. Yeah. The, the, the Knicks scored 15 points in overtime. I'm not sure how much uh, Julius Randle scored in overtime. But 40 points, though. That's a pretty good bomb. That's that's quite good. Let me tell you something. Julius Randle is one but of those guys. Th- that, that is what Curry has averaged the entire month of April. That is true. We, we actually didn't point this out um, when we were talking about Curry. He is shooting almost 55% from the field in the month of April and averaging 40.8 points. Wow. Wow. It, it, that's including, um, I think it was last night when he lost his streak. I think it was last week when he only scored 18. No, I say only 18. That's Amazing, still. <laughs> that's but that's, that's still amazing. Yeah, that so forty point eight points, even with an eighteen point game where he lost his streak. Yeah, you know, and not not even shooting that well. I think he, I think it, I saw it was seven of twenty five from the field. So that's gonna be bring his down his percentage. Yeah, it's still at fifty five percent and four almost forty one points a game. But see, this is the see this is the thing though. If you hear that coming from Steph Curry, right? Man's a man's a beast. It's not that it's, shocking, really. But it's not that shocking. Yeah, exactly. you can totally see it, it happening. It's Steph Curry. You're like, oh, who's, who did it? Steph Curry? Oh, yeah, I completely believe that. Yeah, Steph Curry, yeah. I mean, he, man's an offensive monster. Julius Randle is one of those guys that for, year I've slept on, for years I've slept on. I didn't expect this kind of explosive performance where he'd bring the, the Knicks to the fourth seed. Well, it's because active he's right now. never been the number one guy. And yeah. now he is. Now he is. Now, now he's the number one guy on the team. You know? Look what he's doing with the Knicks. Wow. Yeah. I do want to give a quick shout-out to their three-point shooting efficiency. With Trey Young on the Hawks, who's three-point specialist, right? Yes. They only shot 35% Steph from Curry three. East. And, um, th- and the Knicks shot 54% from three. Wow. Including that 54%? Including six of eight from Joyous. Can you guys believe that? 54% from three, the New York Knicks. This is talking about a team that I don't know if you guys seen Disney's Soul, that Pixar movie that came out. They, I'm not yet. I want to see it. <laughs> they made fun of the Knicks in that movie. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. one of the first like. Was uh, it a good movie? Oh my god, it was an amazing movie. I want to see it. You got to. It's on Disney Plus. I love it. But Ooh, I might watch it later. So in that movie, um, one of the spirits, uh, I forgot, but it was like, um, the spirit was like, I guess like I, I forgot where it's. It's this particular world that they go to, like whenever you daydream or you know stuff like that, your mind is in this other, I guess dimension. dimension. Okay. Yeah, your mind is in this other dimension where like spirits are walking around and daydreaming about the talent that they perform. Let's say it's playing basketball or something like that. But this particular spirit <laughs> likes to mess with people when they're doing that. Oh no! So he, or or, yeah, no, she actually, the spirit likes to throw like I, this like cloud snowball at it or something okay. like that so <laughs> whatever somebody in the in the mode or something like that and throws a and then that spirit throws a cloud uh, snowball to that person let's say they're paying playing piano they will mess up or something oh, like, no. like oh. or let's say they're in the middle of a, a show and oh so it's, it's just line. like constant like, throwing at the next yeah it explains exa- it explains why you know like let's say you forget something your line or something like like line like in a show or something like that yeah at one point it shows it throwing he's like 
And, and this is a team I've been messing with for years. And it shows, like, a Knicks player about to dunk a ball and then, like, completely that miss it. That is gold. <laughs> you need to see that movie. I was uh, dying. Hey, you can't say that anymore. You can't say that anymore. They're, no. they're, they're they ate fourth in the East. Yeah, yeah. I That's think crazy. They probably saw the movie. They're like, you know what? That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> we got to get going. We got to pick it up. Yeah. We got to pick it up. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm sure they definitely just did it because of that movie right yeah, there, especially. Yeah. You know, so, not not because they, you know, finally want to win. That's just, that's my conspiracy <laughs> theory. And, <laughs> so the Knicks have changed their ways because of the movie Soul. So thank you, Pixar Soul. I'm going to be honest here. I, 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 I'm going to... Um, Debunk that conspiracy theory right now by saying, "No, no, <laughs> I don't think you need evidence." <laughs> I, that's that's true. Um, okay, okay, but yes. So next four seed, wow, the Knicks might be ma- might be back a little bit. They're not gonna win the championship. I don't think they're gonna win the championship right now unless they go on an absolute miracle run, which I would not be mad about. That'd be awesome. Four seed but, will go against the fifth seed, right? Yes, they'd be going against the Hawks right now. Oh, okay, okay, so yeah. okay, so. But um, so yeah, great job by the Knicks right now. That's, that's crazy. I'm I'm happy for it. I'm happy for Knicks fans, now, especially Zach. Shout oh out Zach. God. Zach's probably. Zach's screaming. probably on top of the world right now. He's probably look. He he's at the wedding right now, screaming about the scores. Right now. Honestly, he, and then he, he's his, probably talking about the Knicks at the wedding right now. And then his sister's like, "Can you shut up?" <laughs> Why are we talking about the Knicks right now? Zach, you gotta, you gotta let us know how much you're talking about the Knicks right now. Yes. <laughs> so, okay, one thing about the Knicks, though. Would you say this game is indicative of what may happen in the playoffs? Or would you say, nah? No, because it went to overtime and and Trey, Trey, was, Trey was injured. Yeah. But also, it's like, everything changes come playoff time. Yeah. Everything changes. Well, here's and here's why I say that. We've seen a lot of upsets from March Madness this year. Oh, true. Yeah. It might, might be the, the might upset? Be the... Will we see like some upsets from the NBA playoffs? Yeah, look, look, we're gonna get um we're gonna get the Washington Wizards beating the Philadelphia 76ers first oh, round. Oh, oh, you imagine? I would actually okay, I would be so happy for that though. Because I don't like the 76ers. Why? Because it's they're Philly. <laughs> oh, true, true. Right. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. You're literally wearing a New York City uh, hoodie right now. Yeah, exactly. With some expletive content, which we're not going to mention. Yeah, okay. But, <laughs> but um, no, I, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think that's and staying also, in March Madness for the best part. Also, Bradley Beal. Yeah. Former Gator. So, true. Go so, Gators. So, and I love Bradley Beal. Yeah. So, um, But, okay, I do want to um, move on because you wanted to talk a little bit about Jake Paul. So... Why are you going to start on that? Yes. So, Jake Paul. First of all, <laughs> Jake Paul won a, oh, he won a fight against Ben Askren the other day in a huge KO. I mean, it was, oh, my God. The, the punch I, I, was nasty. I, yeah, I mean, I, I, saw, I don't watch boxing or uh, MMA or UFC, any of that stuff. Right. Well, I watch but a little bit. I, 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 I saw that clip and ooh, two punches. Ooh, ooh, knocked him out in the first round. I think it was like only like a, a minute in or something yeah, like that. It was very soon. It, it was, was very soon. I think it was. And Snoop Dogg was actually he's he was commentating at the event. Like he was. Actually, I love that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was like he was like get him, Jake, get him, Jake, and he was like cursing up a storm. It's, and, it's Snoop. What do you th- and, what do you expect? I know. But look, I mean, I'd never seen him so like <laughs> like out there, like on live <laughs> TV. So <laughs> again, 
My point still stands. It's Snoop. It's what Snoop. do you expect? You're right. You're right. You're right. And he's like, give him a million. Because I think Dana White, the UFC president, betted like a million dollars that Jake Paul would lose if an Askren. But oh, wait. Did, did he bet with Snoop? I think he did. That's because, hilarious. Because he was saying something about a million dollars. And actually, right now, I'm up, pulling up an article about Dana White betting will, uh, a million dollars. I'm not sure if it was with Snoop Dogg. But Snoop Dogg did kept repeating himself, giving my million dollars. He probably He probably made that bet then. So, yeah, exactly. But, so, yeah, so one thing that, that uh, we were talking about before we started recording was that he needs to start going against, like, more more current talent. Right. So he's been going against um, Ben Askren, like you said, who's now a retired MMA fighter at, mm-hmm. at what, 36 it was? It's 36, yeah. Yeah, and Jake Paul is 24, so Ben Askren's 12 years is his elder. Now that he is, his record stands at 3-0, and I think Jake Paul needs to start fighting some real boxers. Boxers that are actually in the game, you know. Yeah, currently. Currently in the game, I think. I think. Yeah. Personally, uh, I think Jake Paul has really good form, right? Yeah, I mean, his technique doesn't seem too far, too far off. Like it doesn't seem like he's just right wailing about. No. But at the same time, I notice that the people he's fighting, their forms are kind of off. Yeah. Right. Uh, especially with Ben Askren, he he looked very sluggish. Like he looked like he's been out of it for a long time. I mean, he, and, he is 12 years old so. So it's completely understandable. And then he fought um, Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. That he, was, he didn't know boxing at all. That Nate was just Robinson, to get over a, a, a feud. You know? What I noticed about Nate Robinson was when he fought Jake Paul, I noticed Nate Robinson's form was off and allowed the ability for him to get knocked out. Like, I, he just kept lunging at him. Like, Nate Robinson just kept lunging at him like that. And the problem when you lunge at someone in boxing, I'm not a boxer, but, like, I have a lot of friends who are into fighting. My brother and my uh, one of my good friends back in Orlando, so they always tell me this. The problem about lun- lunging into someone, you're exposing the back of your head, or you're exposing your head in general. So it's very easy yeah, you just have to just, just to jab go for it and exactly. it's right there. And, and that's exactly it. what happened with Jake Paul and Nate Robinson. That's why Nate Robinson got knocked out. Yeah. So, and and, uh, and became a meme. Yeah. And uh, he also, all three of his fights were knockouts. Um, the first fight he has was against another YouTuber named, uh, I, I think it's, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like Anison Gibb, but he's just known as Gibb. Okay. But it was the same deal. Like, uh, the form was off, um, and after fighting him and winning against Nate Robinson then he originally but this was before he, he fought um, Ben Askren yeah he started like calling out Con- Conor McGregor oh come fight me and stuff like that and I think yeah. he was even throwing like cheese and, at like his coach and I don't think it's the time right now because that's Con- Conor McGregor's not gonna respond to that no, right now he's not if if Jay Paul gets more into it and proves himself further against current talent yeah maybe you know yeah. maybe and that's why I was saying, I think, like, all the stuff that he was doing when he was throwing cheese and saying, you know, cursing him out and stuff like that, was just an attention tactic. Yeah, that was, that was just to get his attention, but, but he's Conor not going to respond, respond to it because it's that. not worth it right now. And Conor McGregor, I think, would kill him right now. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like, I think the problem with Jake Paul, like, and that's my criticism. I'm like, okay, you have a good thing going so far, but, like, don't, like, take it so yeah. Like, don't get out of your he, way. Like, work like, your way up. Here's you know? how I think about it. The, the three that he's had, it's a great start. It's a good way to get attention on you because they're, they're, they're known people, right? Don't, don't ask yourself to be killed. You yeah, like, <laughs> like it's a great way to get into it, to, to start getting noticed and uh, get agreements to fights by people that are currently in it, right? Yeah. This isn't going to get you up to Conor McGregor. No. Right? No. He has to do, you have to do more. You right? got to fight like... But 
this is a great, like, like I said, it's a great way to get into it because you're going against known people, another YouTuber, uh, another popular yeah. YouTuber, another uh, another um, famous athlete in Nate Robinson, Ben Askren. Like, th- it's a great way to get into it, but you start you have to start finding um, higher level talent and more current and prefer talent. Yeah, exactly. Like even if it's just boxers that like you know like a, let's say you pay for a pay per view match for like the, pr- the the premiere event or something like that, and it's like the first couple of boxers from the first round or something like that that even if it's just those boxers you know like the very minimal boxers they don't really get much tv time those are still or they're not really they don't get premiere events those are still professional boxers that are Mm -hmm. are are competing right now if when you start fighting them and then you start making some wins then now you're actually building a name for yourself yeah. So and I mean, he, I mean, he's built a name for himself, but not in boxing. Yet. In boxing, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. In, Dick Paul is in, in entertainment. Yeah, for sure. He's Super, done. Sure. He's, yeah. He knows what he's doing. There. And that's why he's. That's why he's getting the media coverage on his boxing. Events. That's why he's able to to get these these matches. Otherwise, yeah. he would have to Dick start Paul. with uh, start with absolutely unknown people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because he would be unknown, but now that he is very well known. He's able to get a, a lot of media attention, which is why he's able to get these, and that's a great way to get in. Like I said, yeah. because he's able to be against um, get, like big name people, and he, now he has a bunch of media attention, and people know about him. Right. You right. Know? So he, he can start a little, a little bit higher up the ladder than he would have been, and so now he's able to get started on higher level talent earlier on in his career at only twenty four, whereas. If he were to have started, what, he started doing this kind of thing like two years ago or something? Something like that, yeah. If he w- wasn't well-known, he would have to be like 10 fights in at this point right? to get to this point. Right. So it's a lot less wear and tear on his body. So that's actually great that he is already well-known because now he's at this point after only three fights, whereas he probably would have had to take at least 10. Right, right. And speaking of higher-level talent, his brother, Logan Paul, it's gonna fight Floyd, Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather. Up in June. Yeah, that's that's high level talent. It got I'll postponed right originally, now. but uh, wow, I, I'm actually excited for that fight. I know, in my opinion, I think is a I can't bet against Floyd Mayweather. It's like betting against the Spurs. You know, if he yeah, because we well, bet against the Spurs. What was, what was his win streak? Who Floyd Mayweather? Yeah, he's never lost. Yeah, was it? I said, yeah. What's it at? Oh, uh, I think it's how, like how, at fifty two. Is it fifty? Oh, oh my it's, lord! Uh, it's definitely above fifty because he he fought some other fighter after um, Conor McGregor, but Floyd Mayweather. I'll, I'll look at it real quick. F- yeah. yeah, fifty wins total. He has fifty wins. Exactly fifty. Yeah, but fifty wins, zero losses. But I, I remember him fighting someone else after. I thought okay, I thought that's according to w- w- Wikipedia. So Conor McGregor. Maybe. Okay. Who knows? Well, that's interesting because I actually thought it was fifty-one because he fought another pl- uh, another person after Conor McGregor. Um, I forgot who it was. And Conor McGregor was his 50th win. 50th win. Unless they didn't really count the the other win. But Floyd, Med- uh, Floyd Mayweather um, As of March of 2021, uh, 50 wins. Okay, okay. But, I mean, Floyd Mayweather, he's a beast. I think he's going to win against Logan Paul. But, I, I uh, yeah. It's hard I, to I, I want, I want it to be a good fight, and I think it. I think it will be because Floyd Mayweather is forty four. Yeah. And and Logan Paul is like what, like twenty five or something, twenty six. Yeah, but the only the only issue though is that yeah he's twenty six, so he's eighteen years older. That's so true. I think it might be actually closer than it normally would be. 
See, but the only issue with that, though, is that if Floyd Mayweather fought, like, other boxers, his age would really be a consideration, right? It'd be, like, a... a a, a little bit of a, a concern, you know, for this fight. It, it already is, though. 44 but, is old for this. Right. But the way Floyd Mayweather fights is he waits for you to get tired. That's why his he also, I think he averages, like, the longest amount of rounds used by any other boxer. Really? Because what he does is that he waits for you to be in the ring so much. He just kind of, like, dodges your punches and stuff like that. Yeah. Until it goes, like, first round, second round, third round. He's quite good at that, yeah. Yeah. Then yeah, he goes, he like, has tenth round. amazing stamina. Yeah. And then Conor McGregor, like, that's why he won. Conor was like, oh. He just, he just waked you out. Then Mayweather's like, all right, come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, I mean, the up, thing is, but... still, he is at 44 now, so how great is his stamina? That's you true. Know? And he's five foot eight, and a lot lighter than Logan Paul. Yeah, Logan Paul is 6'2". So that's a okay. six-inch reach advantage. At, at just based off of height. I don't know what their wingspan is. I don't, I don't what's know. The, what's, uh, wingspan, but... what's Logan Paul's weight? Um, no, it says good. he's in the cruiser weight, which I'm not sure with, about that. Cruiser weight. Okay, well, that I think that's definitely okay. Well, uh, I think right uh, now it's between light heavyweight and heavyweight. Okay. Well, I think Floyd Mayweather is a super, a super featherweight right now. Well, okay. Oh, he's been oh, in so many um, different weights. He's been lightweight. The current weight for the for the division is 200 pounds. That's the limit. Two hundred pounds is the limit, so he's be- he's below that. Okay. Yeah, so he's probably around two hundred pounds. Okay, but that's kind of a that's like fifty pounds heavier than than and Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather is one fifty. All right, here's my advice. I think the thing is, I can't, I still can't bet against Floyd Mayweather because just because he's been in the game for such a long time and his fighting technique is so like solid. Oh my god! Yeah. I think he's just gonna he's just gonna have to eat a lot before the game. <laughs> just like they always do. They always eat yeah. a lot, and then you know. I think that's what they need to do, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I, I I want I want Floyd Mayweather to win because um, you can't break I, I mean, your streak. You can't break your streak, dude. Yeah. You're at fifty. Don't lose it now. Like, it's like you know, and a lot. But of... also put Logan in his place, though. Too. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Shut these YouTubers up. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, but um, one time um, I got in an argument with a friend a long time ago about the Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor fight. It's like, oh, he would have made a lot more money if he would have just lost. I don't know what's wrong. I'm like, look, as as rich as he is, the one thing Mayweather cares more about than his money is his streak. You don't want to lose a you don't we don't want to break a 50 oh or you don't want to break your 49 win streak. Mm-hmm. And then when he got it to 50, it's even a bigger accomplishment. Um, okay, so according to the Athletic, uh, Mayweather cannot weigh more than 160 and. Uh, Logan cannot may weigh more than one ninety. Wow! So it's like okay, so so it's able to be like a thirty pound difference, which is a, a lot closer. Oh, okay. So he can't even like, yeah, he can't even like catch up to him in that regard. Yeah. Oh wow. But to be fair though, um, it's it is that he is six inch shorter. So yeah. So being being less weight, but it's also more compact as well. That's true. So it's not that much of a difference really. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, this is also something It's like, I'm honestly kind of surprised that he's able to fight, uh, sorry, fight uh, Mayweather at this point, because right? he's, only, he's only fought once against uh, KSI. Yeah, I know. This like, is the only fight. You would expect this like a, which like a Jake Paul lost. fight, you know, because Jake Paul, I think he's like fighting a lot more than Logan Paul is. Yeah, so well, it's, I mean, like, it's only two, 
too different, but That's it's true, also still like, early on. But also, Logan's only fight is a loss yeah. to, to KSI. To KSI. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it was Mayweather that reached out saying, hey, fight me. Because, you know, Mayweather's, he's quick to want to fight anybody. So, yeah. like, but um, uh, I think that was, I think that's what it was that he reached out and Logan Paul's like, well, I mean, sh- media coverage, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I would totally take that if I were oh, Logan. Yeah. Like, there's no, no way I wouldn't take that. Why not? Oh, are you kidding me? I would get my butt hey, go to get, earn a few million bucks. Go get bucks. paid, bro. Go get bro, paid. If I if they said, hey, you can earn a few million bucks and get media coverage right now if you let Floyd Mayweather kick your butt, I'm doing it. Sure. I'm like, give me the black eye. Hey, I'll whatever. do it right now. <laughs> yeah, whatever. The medical bills are will be paid. <laughs> I mean, it would hurt, but hey. You know what? It'll be paid. <laughs> but um, let's move on to our last topic of the NFL owners on the replay officials. So I have it pulled up here on the ESPN app. So um, there's already existing replay officials, right? And they sit in the press box. um, And this is from the ESPN story. Uh, And they will have the authority to consult with referees on certain, quote, specific objective aspects of a play when clear and obvious video evidence is is present. So that's that, that's the direct language of the rule. So what that means is they can't throw their own flags or reverse calls on their own. It's more of their like giving advice to the referees of like, hey, we should do an official review on this probably, or like, hey, hey, here's a, here's a look, and I'm able to look at it more closely than you are able to in the moment. Yeah. So. I think it's a great thing to happen because there's a lot of times when plays are not called uh, um, correctly or when a replay is just like, uh, I'm not sure about right. this. So I think uh, it's a great start because they don't want it to be like too in-depth right now. That's what a lot of the owners were saying. That's why um, more like like a full, uh, it says here like a full-time sky, sky judge, that was rejected. That makes sense. Because I, I don't think it needs to be like that much, especially right now. We kind of have to work our way up to right, it. Right. Because you can do so much right now just with the technology that we have of being able to look at it um, from from a little press box up there. I, I think you're able to do plenty right now. Right. And right. if it still isn't fixing the problem and we still need more, maybe we'll maybe we'll make another change in a, in a, in a couple of years. But I think this is a great start. I actually think it's a great start too. I actually think it's a great idea because. You know, a lot of times, you know, referees are trashed, and, you know, it's understandable, but, you know, referees are people, too. Nobody's perfect, right? So, having that extra eye, just to kind of give the advice, hey, um, so we reviewed it and this and stuff like that. Not calling the call because it's, you know, that's the referee's job, but I think that's a good thing. I think it gives an extra uh, set of eyes to, like, kind of, like, make sure the call is right. And also, we're also, in my opinion, I think we're living in a time where referees are becoming more disliked amongst fans and players. And I think several ESPN analysis has said the same, where, you know, we're seeing more players argue with referees more than, than usual. I, I Even in the NBA, right? Like, I know it's a completely different league, but um, they actually had to set, uh, hold several conferences, like, where players can talk to referees. I think this was, like, a couple of years ago. Um, about their concerns and uh, if you know uh, how are they calling calls basically and they also made the the ref twitter account um, for that ex- exact same purpose yeah so we're living in a time where fans and players are getting more mad at refs than ever before 
Yeah. And that's why we've introduced things like Coach's Challenge and so many other things because so many calls have been controversial in the mm -hmm. past few years. And so I like it. I want to go over the rest of the rules that were um, that were talked about. So they approved a relaxation um, for the num for the numbers that players can wear. So running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, defensive backs, and linebackers can wear all numbers in the si single digits now if they want. Um, so that'll mean that college college players who wear number one or something, like Kadarius Tony for the Gators, he wore number one. Yeah. So he can now wear number one. That's a great thing. If he wants to. Um. Uh, they approved a one-year experiment in an attempt to make it easier to recover onside kicks. So um, they're now able to have up to nine players within 25 yards of the ball uh, because last season, NFL teams recovered only three of 67 onside kick attempts, which is the lowest total and recovery weight rate since 2001. Right, right. Uh, and also the Philadelphia Eagles proposed that teams have an option to... Um, get one play to gain 15 yards to retain possession. Okay. Which okay. I think is actually pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. Because 15 yards is a rare, is a kind of a rarity. Yeah. Um, I, I think So I think that's a good distance. That's a good You don't want to make it 20 because that's like um, it's yeah. very, very right. tough. Uh, but I think 15 yards is cool. Yeah. Um, they eliminated overtime in preseason games. That's... Who cares? Th it's preseason. Th that's, that's good because that's we good. don't need... We, <laughs> We don't need more preseason. And we don't need, like, <laughs> to put all that extra pressure on the players, like, in preseason, potentially creating an injury. You know, just, it's preseason. You know, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, tabled a rule that would have expanded the area where players are pro are prohibited to uh, for blocking below the waist. Um, that will be revisited next month, it says. They changed a rule that will now force a loss of downs if two passes are completed behind the line of scrimmage, that's interesting. So, that's like, if, if there's if you do two screen passes, in in, uh, I don't, I'm not sure if that's in one if that that's in one drive or in one set of four downs. I'm not sure, but I guess if you complete two screen passes, then you lose a down. I think so. I think that's what they're trying to say. I, I I don't know if that's what they're saying here, but if that's the case, that's really interesting. I'm yeah kind of shocked by that. Um. Let's see. If I can jump back to the, the jersey number thing. Yeah, Because I know ahead. we just mainly touched on it. Uh, so that kind of lingered in my mind a little bit. Um, and I realized that it's even more important than I thought about, than I just initially thought about it in the beginning. Like, um, just expanding that ability where players could wear a number one or number two. Numbers are a lot more than just... Uh, jersey numbers are, deep, are, for a lot of players, pretty deep. Right? Yeah, They're a lot more definitely. than just, like... Oh, hey, what, what number you want? Hey, it'll be cool to wear a seven. No, most of the time, we're not. I don't know about most of the time, but I know a lot of players choose a particular number because of a significant thing. Like, right. Yeah. Um, like it, it's something that their father wore, or that their exactly, brother, brother or sister wore. wore, or something. Damian Lillard, he wears number, number zero, zero because he didn't have much growing up in Oakland. Yeah. So, so that's that a reminder him to. Yeah. So he came from zero. Yeah. It's a very significant, like, a lot of players just wear their numbers because for some players it's not, you know, it's like, okay, I'm just picking a number. But, but for a lot of players it is very meaningful. Very meaningful. So yeah. I think it's a very, a very, it's a very good thing that the yeah. NFL, like, allowed these players to actually wear the numbers that they prefer. Yeah. Also, f it's, like, good, like, for some, like, of, like, the higher college players, you know, that, yeah. that are known because of their number. 
you know? Yeah. Like, like I said, like, uh, Kadarius Tony, he's not, like, extremely well-known for wearing number one, but he did wear number one in college, so now he can if he wants to. If, exactly. number, if the number one is really meaningful to him, now he can wear it, you know? Right. right. So I think, that's, I think that's a really, really good change. Yeah, um, So I'm, I'm happy with that, but if, if that's the case with the screen passes, if you complete two, you lose it down, I, I, I would have to look a little bit more into that, and I failed to look into that before we started recording, but, um, so that's my fault on that. But if that's the case, that's really interesting. I, I, I don't know if that's to make, to make it more exciting, I guess, because sometimes screen passes aren't the most exciting. Right. But I mean, still, that's weird. That's still weird? It would kind of take them out of the playbook more, which I guess, yeah, it does make it more exciting because you'll, you'll be forced to throw it, throw it down the field more. Yeah. But I don't know. That's a really interesting one. We'll have to see um, if that's the case even, if that's actually what is happening. Yeah. But yeah. We'll have to see. Yeah, we'll definitely will. Um, but that is all of our topics for today, and that's all the time that we have. So I do want to thank you all for listening, and we'll be back here with you next week, so be sure to tune in. This has been Jensen with Jake for your sports standard. <laughs>